This is a Fubar Radio podcast. Visit foobarradio.com for more details. It's Thursday, it's 10am. Cundy and Dolan are in the house. Yes, my name is Mark Dolan, her name is Lizzie Cundy, and over the next three hours we will aim to bring you the busiest, noisiest, and probably most libelous mid-morning show on network radio. This is FUBAR, the UK's largest ad-free online radio station. Over the next three hours, we've got a massive show for you. We'll be talking to the creator of a housing development that will only let you in if you're rich and beautiful. That's me out and Lizzie in. We'll be finding out about the world's only porridge cafe. Porridge cafe. Rolf Harris and Max Clifford are in a porridge cafe, aren't they? We'll be finding out the secret to a great night's sleep with the country's leading sleep expert. He was going to come on now, but he's having a nap. The gorgeous Zoe Ball, my first TV crush. She'll be on talking about how to stave off the late night munchies. And the lingerie queen herself, Michelle Moan, joins us to tell us about her amazing life. She's got a new book out, and it's an incredible story. To sum it up, it's bras to riches. She's an amazing lady, remarkable courage, an amazing amount of get up and go. A huge, great British success story. Michelle Moan with us shortly. We've also got the papers... We've got our live social media feed and much, much more. Now, of course, the only story in town is Jeremy Clarkson. We think at FUBAR Radio we believe he's going to go. We'd like to hire him. Got far more disgraceful people on our books than Jeremy Clarkson. Look at me. I punch my producer every day of the week. So our question to you is, what is Clarkson's next job? At Fubar Radio, Dolan at FubarRadio.com. Steve has already tweeted in. I tweeted this out earlier. He's suggesting uh, Deputy UKIP Nigel Farage. Not a bad shout. But I can't do this show alone, which is why I'm honoured to have the most photogenic, cleverest and cheekiest co-host on the radio. Broadcaster, supermodel, journalist, mother, the world's first wag and the best connected woman in showbiz a woman that makes mariah carey look low maintenance a woman who makes j-lo look unglamorous a woman who makes rihanna look like she's let herself go ladies and gentlemen i give you lizzie cundy Whoa. i love the j-lo shout thank you we love a bit of j-lo she's a legend but she's not as legendary as you lizzie cundy welcome to your radio show thank you darling it's great to be back it's massive we've got big big stories we've got I the know. papers next um it's it's clarkson central no one cares about the election anymore the big story Jeremy is clarkson. jezza what's he gonna do should the beeb get rid of him we've got so much to to get through showbiz politics oh, oh. entertainment it's all, all happening. happening fashion music you name it it's foobar radio we've got work to do first up here's a bit of duran duran and then we start don't go anywhere mark dolan and lizzie candy on foobar radio
It is Fubar Radio. Let's take a look at the headlines. Front page of the Daily Mail. Uh, Osborne's big benefit freeze. Budget to signal uh, election pledge to cut £12 billion from welfare. Slashing £12 billion quid from the nation's bloated benefits bill will be at the heart of the Tory pitch for a second term in office. George Osborne's pre-election budget next week will be a steady-as-you-go exercise with the emphasis on sustaining growth and reducing the deficit. I've got to say, yeah. lovely Lizzie Cunny, I'm excited about the election. I am so excited too. It's happening. It's coming. It's happening. It re- and do you know what? I must say, it's amazing how short British election campaigns are because in America, they'll have been having speeches for like the last two years. I know. But here, I mean, I cannot it's believe quick. it. It's like, it's like mid, mid-March now and still the election campaign has not begun. Although there were hints of it at Prime Minister's questions yesterday because uh, the, the battles between Cameron and uh, Miliband. Prime Minister's question time. I love that. It's great entertainment, isn't it? I love question time. That was my favourite programme when I was like 13. I don't know why. I just love the yeah. rows, the spats. Yeah. People getting unstuck. It is brilliant. It is. And um, that debate show. The debate. Well, Cameron, I think Cameron's made a mistake. Not, not doing the debates because it's such a big story now that he's not doing them and actually he's a reasonable debater I'm like have some faith in yourself Dave yeah don't run scared come on Dave stand up he actually hasn't got anything to hide anyway has he no don't we want to so. hear him speak we've not had anyone he's not like Tony Blair Mark too, is he we've not had some horrible illegal war or anything exactly Lies. the economy's doing alright I mean I'm not you know I'm quite neutral politically I still haven't made my mind up ah. but I certainly don't think he should be running scared um, I think I did hear a line though uh, um, I was reading reading about this um, in one of the uh, newspapers and they were saying that the problem with the TV debates is Ed Miliband is so unpopular that the only way is up for him. And that's what the Tories are worried about is that if, he, if Cameron goes on a TV debate with Ed Miliband, all that can happen is people go, oh, actually, he's not that bad. And they're terrified that will happen. Now, I don't think it will because Ed Miliband is such... Uh, sorry, excuse me if you do like him, but I think, <laughs> my own opinion, such a prat. Yeah. Uh, you know, he... he can't, the way he speaks, his mannerisms, he just irritates me. Do you remember, you have one of the, I'm not into punching, especially with this Jeremy Clarkson story at the minute, I hate any form of violence, yes. but someone's face where you think, God, I want to smack it. It's an irritating <laughs> face. So you think he's got a smackable face? And sometimes I meet people straight away and I think, I don't like your face. You know, the and Tories, uh, uh, they are, but they, I agree, um, but it's, it's weird, isn't it? They, I think they're really worried. The, the big thing um, from Cameron yesterday at the dispatch box was that um, that Labour may well form a coalition with the SNP and that that's how they might sort of get to power. And obviously the problem with that is that you're form- joining forces with a party that want to break up the United Kingdom, which is obviously a bit exactly. of a worry. Um, the only thing I would say in defence of um, the SNP is maybe it would be nice for the Scots to have the feeling that they're ruling us for a change. Mm. Do you know what I mean? They've had it for 300 years. Exactly. Maybe the shoe's on the other foot now and maybe <laughs> England has to be ruled by Scotland for a little while well, and we can see how we like it. Exactly. It could be interesting, don't you think? I think they'll be laughing but into their listen, beer tonight up in I Scotland. Really, really excited about this. I just think there's going to be more fireworks than ever. I can feel it. Well, we love it. And the reason why we love it is because it's we don't know what's going to happen. No. And that is it was so boring in the Blair years because yeah, he was all, he always won, didn't he? Well, we've got Nigel Farage now. He's such a character. Whether you love or hate him, I know he's like Marmite. But we just, he's such a funny, weird character. We have he doesn't, no, no, listen, he doesn't like Marmite because it's brown. <laughs> But so is beer. He exactly, beer. does love a bit of beer. And you know, Nigel Farage, I'm joking. Nigel Farage is not a racist at all. What UKIP have done is they have tapped into 
a by the way some of the UKIP followers are racist they are Nigel Farage is not um, they say he's the, the if you had to have a politician live next door to you Nigel Farage is the one did you know that yes. in the poll right and would you want to live next to Nigel Farage uh, maybe unless I was an Asian family and then I'd be fearing for my life but listen no what, what the UKIP have done is they've tapped into the fact that the the main parties have not dealt with the issue of integration of immigration they've had they've just had their head in the sand about it you, you were talking last week that article about uh, how many more millions of people have flooded into the country in the last 10 years thanks to tony blair well and the thing is we we need immigration my parents are irish i in a sense i'm the son of an immigrant myself to but it can be sure to be sure but it can't it, you know you can't just like un- open the doors and just do you know but, what i mean they open the floodgates. that's crazy. it it needs to have some it's sort of orderly detected. process yeah it's crazy it's, it's gone Mad. So UKIP were the only party that were willing to grasp the nettle and say, oh, we'll talk about this publicly. And the others haven't. And that's why they've gained ground. And it's just, it's it's Cameron's well, fault and it's also Miliband's well, fault. Also with these subjects about immigration, people are so scared to say the wrong thing, tiptoeing about. I at know. least in a way, UKIP, Nigel Farage said, this is it. And so many people thought, hurrah, at last, someone is saying what we're feeling. Big time. Not too scared. Big time, big time. Now you've got, I need one headline from you and then we're going to play a record and then we've got Michelle Moan. A headline? Well, do you know what the front of the sun I love thump steak Carson <laughs> wanted a hot meal but was offered cold and that is the reason why he thumped his poor old producer so what are your thoughts on that well I, I agree with Jeremy you know for me uh, an evening meal it's got to be a hot meal I can't be doing I can't have a cold snack at night no I agree with that but would you thump the person that I mean the poor I would not lay a finger on a colleague I've got to say I mean by the way we should say that this is an allegation it's alleged that Mr Clarkson thumped his producer we can't say that's a fact yet he may well deny it the bottom line is it was is, a clash it was a clash it was a now his friend James May uh, was quoted as saying that they, would, they had a bit of a dust up but it wasn't it wasn't uh, it was no big deal um i just think that there are certain boundaries in the workplace and for you to lay a finger on a colleague is completely unacceptable mm. i would call anyone though work colleague